is kind of how, <laughs> Welcome, how guys, that online gals, dating thing works. Yes, but I didn't need to like a previous patient of mine. Like, huge mistake. I know. But I could have. I knew we were texting. I don't know why I didn't tell you that. But I was just like, holy shit, I just liked a previous patient of mine. What the fuck do I do? Well, I guess when we match, because Lord knows with this patient, it would happen. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, I'll just delete them and just be like, ugh, whatever. But you telling me to cancel or close, delete my Tinder was so smart. Thank Jesus. I was like, I was like, my patient's gonna take me to the board. They're gonna get me arrested. Something's gonna happen. I'll lose my license. I don't have to be fucking flipping burgers. No offense to burger flippers, but you know, I just, uh, I, I, yeah, do yeah. not, I, yeah. Yeah, be careful when flipping through. Is the, is the lesson learned? But honestly, I just am the queen of yeeting out of any situation possible. So it's totally fine. I like anything you want to get out of and I have an excuse for it that's my superpower <laughs> oh thank god I'm still working on trying to get you in on things I know someday we'll come to a happy medium and it'll be great well you got me on a podcast I don't know why I can get you somewhere well keep trying I will say this you'll never get me on social media <laughs> don't follow Randy on anything cause he's not there <laughs> I know did I tell you that Marky liked two my two my only two photos on my Instagram <laughs> And I was like, <laughs> I had texted her and I was like, thank you for liking my two photos on Instagram. Ha ha. I really, I'm just kidding. I really don't fucking care. Because, you know, me and social media, I just don't care. And she was like, well, you still have two pictures up. And I said, uh, I care as much about social media as I do about hooking up with women. And she's like, well, you do have two pictures. And I was like, and I have hooked up with women. So. And you've hooked up with two women. So, <laughs> no, just kidding. It's a conundrum. Well, a few more than two. But. It's alas, fine. alas, alas. It's fine. Yeah. Um, but I don't know what to do with my Tinder. I'm like, do I download it again? Do I yeah, just call oh it no, quits? Oh, no, you can totally... So it wiped out... Once you deleted your account, it wipes out all of your matches. So you can go back in if you want to. I thought that you were going to immediately go right back in, and I was just like, okay, cool, we did it. But then you took a break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I just need to take some glamour shots and be like, post this picture. Ooh, we should take one over here later. Yes. That would be gorgeous. We will. We'll definitely do that. We are... Um, at my friend's house, she lives in the penthouse in downtown Reno, and so we are currently having a fantastic sunset view, um, and there is definitely some outside street noises, so just think of it as, um, a feature and not a bug of this It's particular... ambient noise, really. Yeah, it's ambient noise. It's totally fine. That's the ASMR of the city. It's great. <laughs> um, we are recapping... Um, and we were actually, uh, we're going to be welcoming Marky next time. Yes, I'm excited to have Marky on. Yeah, it is going to be super, super fun, speaking of Marky. Um, but for today, we are recapping uh, Season 6B, Episode 3, Catch 38. Uh, the synopsis is, Petrovsky continues to open up to Carrie. Samantha's career, oh, career, Samantha's cancer treatments hit a rough spot, but Smith provides a source of comfort. Miranda and Steve take a wild honeymoon. Wild is in quotation marks. Because they went into the wild. Dumb. I have to say, I went in, I did one Grand Canyon trip where it was like a cute little cabin right at the edge oh. of the Grand Canyon. So we stayed there overnight. And then in the morning we woke up watch the sunrise over the Grand Canyon. Should have been super romantic, right? Um, but instead, this bitch 
read over all of the information and found out that there were mice in the cabins and didn't sleep a wink. Oh, God, you would do that. <laughs> they had it in their little, like, menu thing when you got there. They were like, by like the way. public service announcement. Yeah, they were like, by <laughs> the way, you might see some fucking mice. And I'm like, really? I'm leaving. Oh, yeah. Did I tell you I saw mice in the movie theaters the other day? Oh, that's so gross. Yeah, I was watching, what was I watching? Memories of Murder. Um, and I hear, like, this clicking behind me and behind my seat. And I was in the back row. And so I was like, what? That... That must be mice, because this is some serious 3D effect, or, three, I don't know, right. surround sound effect. Right. And I looked behind the seat, and sure enough, there were mice, and they just scurried away. But they're probably even living like kings and queens. There's so much popcorn everywhere. I mean, I can totally understand it, seeing as how all the movie theaters um, stayed closed for so long, and they probably don't clean up that well to begin with. If I got paid that much, I wouldn't clean up that well either, so I totally don't blame them. Um, but it's COVID, friends. they have to clean. Well, they're severely underpaid. Also a thing. So I would also be doing the bare minimum. If anyone needs thing. to learn how to form a union, just send a message. <laughs> we'll chat. It couldn't help a podcast at gmail.com for all of your union needs. Yes. Also, movie theaters, um, if you want to sponsor us, you're welcome to. <laughs> I will not form a union. <laughs> Galaxy. Uh, Cinemark. Cinemark. Ci- no, Cinemark's going out of business. No, the Cinemark is the theaters of here, though. Yeah, but they're, like, I think filing for bankruptcy. <gasps> no, they better not. I love yeah. going to the movies. They might be. Oh, no. <sighs> Thanks, COVID. Um, but in the meantime, let's jump in to the girls. Who would you like to start with? Well, once again, Charlotte had the smallest role. She really did. Charlotte, um... Was Kristen Davis unhappy when she's filming these, or was she just like, I get paid to do nothing? I really think that the writers were like, oh, she's married and happy, we have nothing for you anymore because your entire personality has been based in trying to find a relationship. Now that you've done that and it's a happy one, there's nowhere to go. We're done here. Yeah, we're, we're finished. And I think she was probably finished as well. Um, so she basically says that they can't take Brady along to their honeymoon uh, to Brady the child of Miranda and Steve. And she will watch the baby along with Carrie. Which, come in clutch, and you're right, you cannot have a honeymoon with a baby there. I mean, yes, you really can't, but also, if you are married and the child came along first, like, all bets are off. Make your own rules. If you want to bring the baby, bring the baby. Get a babysitter. Like, who cares, though? Like, if she wanted to bring the baby, let her bring the baby. She has autonomy over her own life. Not my problem. (laughs) Not my monkey, not my circus. Yeah, so, um, Charlotte... And this is what I don't understand. So Charlotte gets caught by the baby having sex. Oh, yeah. uh, (laughs) With Harry. First of all, you're having sex with a baby in the playpen in your room. It was going to happen. Yeah, it was going to happen. You have 18 rooms in your apartment, Charlotte. It's a massive penthouse suite. Put the baby in another room. Like, the room next door, where you could hear it if it cried... I don't understand that. Like, you If you it deserve, cried, if the if, baby cried. If the baby cried. <laughs> like, what's wrong with you? Like, this is a very easy scheduling thing that you can do. I love her response, though. We're traumatizing the baby. Yeah, we're traumatizing the baby. I love Harry, though. Harry's like, 
like, oh no, the baby, me. the baby just just said sex is dirty. Oh yeah, that was funny. <laughs> and she was like, don't joke about that. That's not funny. And I'm like, are you kidding? That was the funniest thing about the whole episode. Yes, let's normalize sex at a younger age. Maybe not that young, but younger. Well, I mean, we were just I, talking about that earlier too. Yeah. So Charlotte calls Miranda all like freaked out about it, but Miranda's like, yeah, it's sex. He doesn't know what he's looking at. He like, doesn't know what his nose is. Yeah, he doesn't know where his nose is. And that's true. He doesn't. So who cares? NBD. Like, I just don't, I don't understand that. Like, she did it to herself. She has no reason to be upset. Which just proves my point that they just are sick of writing for Charlotte. Yeah. So, that's my, my opinion. I love Charlotte. Yeah. Um, so, speaking of Brady, should we move on to Miranda next? May as well. So, Miranda um, has decided to go on a honeymoon because she got married to Steve last week. And so, this week, they're going to go away for four days because that's all that Steve has off from work. Which, he owns his own bar, so he can have as many days off as he wants to. Does that's he a own lie. his own bar right now? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, he opened... Um, Scout with Aiden. You're right. Yeah. Oh, Aiden. Oh, yeah. I love Aiden. I know. Ugh. Poor Aiden. Aiden for president, really. Yeah. He doesn't deserve what happened to him. Oh, God, no. I would love nothing more than an Aiden. I would have locked Aiden the fuck down and had, like, three of his babies. Oh, yeah. 100%. I would have kept trying to make a baby. <laughs> You'd have been like, why doesn't this work? I'm so confused. <laughs> so... They go on a honeymoon. They were going to bring the baby. Uh, Charlotte and Carrie decide to watch <laughs> the baby instead. Um, and so they're in this probably not mice infested cabin in the woods. Having a honeymoon. Having sex all the time. And Miranda's miserable. Because that's all that they're doing. And she misses her TiVo. <laughs> Honestly, after like maybe two, three days, I'd be like... <laughs> We gotta do something. Please, anything. I would have scheduled hikes. I would yes. have scheduled, like, nature walks. I'm just not... Overall, I'm not a nature girl. Like, I like nature, but nature doesn't like me. I would have come out of that honeymoon with 300 mosquito bites. Oh, I would have seen a mouse and screamed so loud that it scared all the deer away. Like, it just would have been very bad. Like, and you're the one that's scared of mice? I am so scared of mice. I'll take care of you. Just kill the spiders. Here, yeah, I'll kill the spiders because here's the thing. The spiders cannot move faster than me. The mice can. That's where I get freaked out because anxiety. So if something's moving really fast that I can't control, I'm losing my shit. Mm. The spider, it's moving slow. I can catch it. NBD. But cannot deal with it. <laughs> yes, that's a criteria on my application to be my boyfriend that you have to kill the spiders oh my goodness well i got you until he comes along oh thank you i will kill all the spiders nbd unless we're in australia and then you're on your own because those spiders are freaky honey this person is not touching down in australia (laughs) like unless you want to like helicopter me to the sydney opera house let me watch a show and get me out right i don't know if that's ever gonna happen exactly there's like a thousand and two places i'd rather go to first i would much i'm much more of a city girl I'm like, take me to a big city, let's go to museums, let's go to nice places to eat, and then in the evening you can fuck my brains out. Yes, and don't get me wrong, I'm all I'm all for Steve. Well, I would hook up with him in a clock tick, my goodness, he's hot. <laughs> that being said, there is, there is a threshold of like, 
my dick is tired. We gotta go do something, literally anything else. Right. And I've had, like, I've had honeymoon phases with people. Like, there's no, I think there's nothing hotter than waking up in the middle of the night and having sex. Oh, yeah. Totally. Like, there's definitely times when I can't get enough of sex, but a honeymoon in an extended period of time with only that person is just not one of them. I'd be like, why don't you touch yourself on our watch while I catch Pokemon or something? I don't fucking know. <laughs> I can't do it. It's just too much. I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted for her. And yeah. I kind of relate to her in that way. Four days is a long, long time. That being mm-hmm. said, it really isn't that long. And you know, homeboy Steve really just wanted to hang out with you. So chill the fuck out. I could chill the fuck out. So that's good. Yeah. I could, I could spend four days with Steve easy. Even if there was only a fire to look at. I could do it because I would spend four days having sex with him. Steve for president. Steve for president. Speaking of that, there's a debate tonight. Did you? Ugh. Did you watch any of the other ones? Um, no. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> no. Here's the thing. I know who I'm voting for. Anybody who's listening to this podcast, we're all voting for the same person. Like here, here. It's no, it's no contest. There is nothing that that Cheeto is going to say that is going to change my mind about him. I was actually, um, I was reading an article about my Myers-Briggs type and how they deal with something called grip stress. Um, And apparently what we do is we turn into the opposite of all of our characteristics normally. And so I Googled the Myers-Briggs type that is the opposite of mine. And Donald Trump is that Myers-Briggs type. Oh. And I'm like, so he, so basically what you're saying is that under stress, I also turn into a giant baby. Cool. <laughs> I will let you know. <laughs> yeah. You let me know. Paige if, not for president. No. Paige not for president. Well, not when she's Trumpy. No. Not when I'm under grip stress. <laughs> Whatever that is. <laughs> what the opposite of mine is? I mean, E-I. Close enough. Yeah. And then S, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have to think about it. But yeah, apparently that's what happens. But yeah, um, Miranda. But yeah, Miranda, meh. She came um, around though. Good it's, for her. Yeah. I love that it was too romantic for her because I feel like I would be the same. Where I'd be like, what are you doing? He tried, He's like, you know, it would be really romantic if I Ooh, washed yeah, your would. hair. And I'm like, that's not romantic. Yeah, honestly, if a guy was like, let me wash your hair, I'd be like, uh, I've shaved some pubes before, but I am not washing your I hair. Yeah, no. I don't. Like, I've seen myself in a mirror after getting my hair washed at a salon. I'm not cute. I don't want anyone to see that. <laughs> Shaving another person out there is pretty great. but uh, That's scary. That freaks me out. Oh, no. Whew. Super freaks me out. I don't know that I would ever have that kind of trust level with anybody ever. Paige. I was married for 10 years, and I wouldn't do it. Paige, stop. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Tragic. But no, you are not washing my hair. That's fucking weird. It's really weird. It's so weird. I can't... No. Uh-uh. Yeah. So... Miranda for president. Yeah. <laughs> You've never shaved a guy down in the nethers before? No. Really? Yeah. I've told them to do it, but I haven't. What? Then were you even in a real relationship? Okay. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I was. That is a private event. If you decide to make it sexual, then I am not yucking your yum, but it is not for me. Fair. <laughs> So let's move on to, I think we should move on to Carrie, honestly. She had almost less to do than Samantha did. You know what? For the rest of these episodes, I'm actually always down with putting Samantha last just because she's really, in the storyline, 
in her arc right now. She is. It's huge. So Carrie is watching the baby, uh, brings it over to Petrovsky's house for some stupid reason. Yeah. Like, he's an installation artist. That kid is going to poke an eye out in five seconds. But whatever, it's fine. Um, she's obviously not the type of person who wants to have a kid. Well, she was reeling through it in the episode. Well, and she was sort of working her way through it, and she was like, it's a catch-38 because she's 38. I'm I'm only a year older than Carrie is right now, which is funny because I feel like I was younger when we started this fucking podcast. <laughs> so... Well, yeah. <laughs> now I have caught up and surpassed. Um, but I, for the life of me, was like... At 38, you're done. I knew I was done. I know that I'm done now. Like, it is game over. It is a considered a geriatric pregnancy at, like, 37, I think. Is that how old it is? I don't know. I don't know. But either way, you, you should have made up your mind by now if you wanted kids or did not want kids. Well, she hasn't found love yet, so she hasn't found a space where she's comfortable or feel safe doing that and let's be real homegirl never in the storyline of sex in the city has a child which might be for the best yeah because i don't know girl you gotta spend money on some baby formula and not another pair of manolos yep exactly if she had to choose she would let the baby starve while she bought vogue yeah so that's a thing yeah but you know there is you know i really like the idea of catch 38 you know with um the question being like because she's talking with charlotte about it earlier in the episode right where she was like you know i'm at the i'm at the stage in my relationship with petrovsky where it's too soon to have this conversation and then charlotte says yeah but at your age you have to be having these conversations and i think that's a really difficult thing to have to like juggle and i totally i get that because now i am older and single um but I also know that I need, like, my, my choices are just fewer, right? right? If there's a guy out there who wants a kid, I'm not your girl. And that's fine. Um, and that is just due to age. But I also, and this is sort of an interesting thing, and I don't know if it's me uh, or if it is all females. So uh, feel free to email us. I couldn't help a podcast at gmail.com if you disagree with me because I would really like to know. Um, for me, uh Ah, the sounds of a car alarm. We're recording a podcast here. Good (laughs) gosh. Grow up. For me, my entire, like, life growing up, it would have solely depended upon the man and if I thought that he would have been a good father and not necessarily on if I really wanted to have a baby or not. Well, that's an appropriate thing. You can't just have babies with bad daddies. Right. Like... I, well, you could, but... You could, but, like, I did not want to be a single mother. Doesn't feel like my bag. Maybe when I'm older, if I feel like I still, like, have the urge to want a baby and I have the monetary ability to do so... Because they're pricey. Then I absolutely will. Um, but, for now, no thanks. Um, but I was, like, I was married for a really long time. And, in, like, three years into our marriage, he said that he wanted to have kids. And I said, okay, I tell you what, if you can go three months without me having to remind you to clean out the cat's litter box, then we can talk about having kids. That cat died. Oh. Um, 
like years later but the cat died and he still had to be reminded to clean out a litter box like uh, years, never mind. And years later so i was like i can't i'm sorry i can't like that's my that's my line um but i really did like and dare i say good line good line what that like if they can't take care of a cat they, oh yeah yeah exactly um but i do like that um charlotte said something to her uh, about like you know why why do you need to like you don't have to have, have a man to have a baby or something like that um and she said why should i give up a, a man for a baby that i don't even know that i want to have yeah i wrote that down too actually because i think there's something really important about that because yeah. that person's right in front of you and a baby is just an idea until you have it yeah why would i give up a man for a baby i hardly know right that's no, totally i think that's totally fair and her i couldn't help but wonder of the episode is why are we shooting all over ourselves so yes. like what we should be doing or what we should do and i think that expands more past the episode in my opinion um to you know basically everything in our lives like even me saying right now i'm not gonna have kids because i'm too old technically i could still have kids technically like i could still get pregnant and have a baby right now that would probably be fairly healthy and everything would be fine but that doesn't mean that i should or that i even want to so we do paint ourselves into a corner, but also that's for reasons. Yeah. Yeah. And she shouldn't be having children, so there's that. Right. And also, Carrie shouldn't ever have a kid, ever. And it's funny, because I think in the movies, um, it gets brought up and she's like, no, no, we decided that we weren't the children type. Like, her and Big. Yeah. So I guess she had that talk with him eventually. And he never had a kid, and I feel like that's almost easier than guys that have kids. Like, if I see a guy that has a kid, I'm pretty hesitant to want to spend time with them. Because I don't want to be an evil stepmother. I don't think you'd be an evil stepmother. I think I'd be a really, really cool stepmom. But I also just don't want to be at this particular point in my life. So. Um, yeah. So that's Gary. Yeah. Yeah. She's pretty easy. I do like that line, though. The why are we shoulding all over ourselves? Mm -hmm. The could versus the should. So in therapy, we always talk about should. Anything that has the word should in it is a judgment. Mm -hmm. And so we should do this, we should do that. And it doesn't work when it's a judgment. So if you can formulate it in, like, a want, mm -hmm. then that's an appropriate space. So give us, like, an example of that. So with, like, the episode, if it's should I have a kid... The answer is no, because there's a judgment behind that, right? Because mm -hmm. it's informed by the societal structuring of like, hey, women have children, barefoot, pregnant, whatever, blah, 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 blah. And if you can phrase it in the, I want to have a child, then it just comes with a bit more reassurance. It must connect with core values because, oh yeah, I want one. God, it makes sense. Mm -hmm. And so on and so forth. So if you ever reach that space of could or sh um, should and not want, you should not do it. Mm -hmm. Love that. Yeah. Especially because of the baby. Right. Yeah. When it comes to taking care of another human being, that's a pretty big deal. It's a huge deal, actually. Yeah. So, yeah. So, that's curious. So, should we move on to Samantha? 
Yeah. So Samantha um, is at stage one um, after having a lumpectomy, and they said that they wanted to do a round of chemo as a precaution, um, which I guess is fairly normal from what I gather. Oh, yeah. That's very normal. Yeah, especially with breast cancer. I know that the protocol now is even if you can remove the tumor, there's just some so much mix-up in tissue that you're going to be going through chemo. Actually, I think that's probably the case with most cancers. But there's something about breast cancer that can be very invasive. Mm. Though I will say in 2020, if you have breast cancer, it's not very likely you're going to pass from it, which, cheers to that. Right. Thank God that it's come so far. And that for Samantha, anyway, it's it hasn't been that bad. Right. Of a trick for her. I will say this, Samantha for the win. In the episode, she is stuck in this position where she has to sit at the oncologist's office and try and get a cancellation appointment. And you know what, homegirl, good for you for sticking it through to try to get in with this oncologist who's going to save your life. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like that she she has a oncologist first who did the lumpectomy. And then when he says, well, you know, we're going to do a round of chemo. And she says, why? And he says, just as a precaution. And she was like, well, why did I have this cancer? And he was like, well, you know, sometimes it can happen for women that don't have children. Oh, yeah. Lifestyle choice. I don't know if any oncologist would say it that way. I just don't see what the connection is between a breast and having or not having children. Like, is it a milk duct thing where it's like if it's never used then it is and I know nothing about this so I'm completely speaking out my ass but I think that it definitely sounds like quite the judgment call like I feel like saying something that is a lifestyle choice um, for me anyway is very reminiscent of how they used to talk about AIDS and how they used to be really really shitty about people with AIDS and saying that it was their lifestyle choices. Um, And I mean, this was early 2000s, so we weren't really that far removed from that kind of ignorant type of speaking. Right. So it's entirely possible that that's why he said it like that, but she is offended, as well she should be, um, walks completely out of it um, and into this new oncologist's office Mm -hmm. and is just sitting around waiting for something to open up. And she sits down next to uh, SNL alum Julia Sweeney, who is... Oh, that's who that was. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's Pat. And so she's sitting down in regular clothing. Um, and she was like, listen, I've been here since nine and I've been here for two days. So I'm definitely getting in before you. And she was like, don't you worry. I'm getting in. Like, like and I loved that. Um... I loved that she took the high road with that rather than said, listen up, bitch. Like, I'm getting in before you, okay? Like, she was like, listen, don't worry about me. You worry about yourself. I know I'm getting in. Like, it wasn't like a woman hating women. It was, like, it could have been. And she let it go, which I thought was really nice of her. I do, too. I really love that. I really love that they used um, her as a nun in that scene for Samantha to kind of soundboard herself off of and be like, yes. it's not a sinner versus a sin. Mm-hmm. Um, right, yeah, because she was still really upset by that. And then um, when she finds out that Julia Sweeney's character is a nun, she's like, wait, so no no sex. You've never had any sex. And you have breast cancer. Huh. 
it's not my lifestyle choice. Fuck that guy. Yeah. I love that. I love that it was validated for her in that way. Uh, and oh my gosh, I feel for Samantha. There was that one scene where she's standing in line with Smith Jared, waiting to get into the club, and then she's just like, eh, I'm going to go, I'm going to go. And Smith is like, no, you've been weird. What's been going on? We haven't been having sex. Tell me what's going on. And I can really feel her. Well, I don't, I don't know if I told you this, but when I got diagnosed with cancer, I asked the doctor to go to a lab in the hospital and come back to me in five minutes. And I texted like 30 people. Ooh. I was like, mass text, here's this. One, two, five, 28, 29, 30. FYI, just want to let you know, I have cancer. I'm sorry for the bad news. I just had to put it out there because I didn't want to be in a position where I felt like I could hide it mm. because I could tell that I wanted to hide it. Right. But then I know, I'm, I don't know if this is a therapist thing. I don't know. I, I would say it's not a therapist thing. Maybe. <laughs> but, like, I, it's a me thing. Like, I know myself and I know where I could very well be or have been um, if I hadn't send out those messages but I feel for her there are still moments even now where sometimes I'm like well one it's not fucking relevant and none of your fucking business so I'm not mm-hmm. going to tell you that I have cancer but you know like if I go on a date with a guy there's always this question of like if we get serious when's the time that I tell you right and so it's kind of God Jesus my life it's like coming out to new people not mm-hmm. that it takes very much for you to guess that I'm gay but alas <laughs> um, so Smith is like tell me what's going on what's going on what's going on she just straight up says you know Went to the doctor, found a lump, it's cancer. And I was like, you know, there's not a right or a wrong way to do it. And honestly, fuck sparing other people. If you have to say it like that, just get it the fuck out. Right. I know. It's so weird. There's so many things that, like, happen in our lives that we have, like, a weird shame about that shouldn't be shameful. Like, you didn't do anything. Yeah to cause your cancer your cancer happened and it wasn't a lifestyle choice or anything like that um but this there's still like the hesitation to share it with anybody yeah i've been kind of feeling that with um my upcoming hysterectomy because i still haven't had it yet because we're pre (laughs) we're pre-recording all of these so we actually by the time you hear this we'll already have a president we won't even have a debate so that's fun. <laughs> mm. Oh my gosh, I'm not ready Hopefully for that. Hopefully, a new president. Um, <sighs> but I really haven't told very many people about it, except for, you know, on this podcast, which none of my friends listen to, so it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> except for Neil. Hi, Neil. Um, <laughs> and like, I just don't, I don't really like bring it up because I still am sort of wrestling with the fact that, like, there are people that think that I will technically be less of a woman without a uterus, which Ugh, is fucking wild. Stop. Stop. Like, it's the same as those who don't believe in trans people. Fuck you. Right. I know. It's very... It is weird, though. It's really weird to, like, have that, like, wrestling moment with myself. Because, like I said, technically I am still very healthy. If I met somebody tomorrow who's like, oh my god, I love you so much, and I could see that he would be a good dad and he wants to have kids... Maybe I'm can't. Maybe I'm canceling my surgery. Who knows? I don't yeah. like. It's entirely possible. I don't think it's gonna happen, but it's possible. That's a tough one. I'm all for living in the moment. There are some spaces though where a lot of the decisions you make in the present can really affect things in the future. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing: we've already had this conversation. You can't have children in a very different capacity. Yeah. Which cheers. I love that. Mm-hmm. Foster, adopt. I think that's beautiful. Right. Yeah, and everybody already knows my master plan. Um, Because I've I've said it on the podcast where I'm going to 
adopt a teenager when I'm 65 uh, and <coughs> take them on a life of crime, hide all the money, I will get caught, I will take the fall for everything, and then they have a great nest egg to go have a good life. Yeah. It's going to be great. Um, but to quote Samantha, I wrote this down just for, <laughs> just to recite. There are a lot of fabulous things in life that don't include a baby. True. Like so this many. Louis Vuitton bag I just bought online. Sorry, I seem so distracted because <laughs> I was distracted. But there is this piece that I have been wanting Pretty that insane. has been sold out. And so every once in a blue, blue moon, which I have a few Louis Vuitton bags that surprised I got this way, that I like was up at 4 o'clock in the morning. I was like, let's see if it's there. And I bought it. <laughs> but I was just on my photo. I'm just going to check real quick. Sorry, listeners. I was distracted. I got it. Yay. I love it. Send me that photo. We'll use it for the podcast. Okay. <laughs> it's a wee baby one. But yeah. It is. It's a little It's a little clutch. Yes. Um, but yeah. So it is really weird to, like, I don't like the fact that I am taking a, I'm, I'm taking a decision or a choice away from myself. Yeah. Like, that's the part that I'm really wrestling with because it's not really the babies or the possibility of having babies. It's the, like, the choice that I have to either have a baby or not have a baby. But time is taking that away from me anyway. So, yeah. like, I wrestle with it and then I sort of land on, okay, but you could also just start your life and do all of the things that are awesome. Yeah. I am not a primary care medical professional. I am a mental health professional, so this is outside of my scope, so this is not medical gospel. It seems like people are having children older and older. I don't know. They Maybe are. Maybe there's advancement technology. They are. They for sure are, but that doesn't mean that it's okay. <laughs> like, like, I don't, I still would worry about it. Um, but again, I also have never in all of my years met a man that I have been involved with that I feel like I could co-parent with. Yeah. And if it's been this long, chances are I'm not going to find that guy in the next three weeks. Yeah. So, like, I feel bad about it, but I also don't feel bad about it. Hmm. And we can always, like, if the guy is rich enough, we can always just get a surrogate. Like, I'm keeping my ovaries and it's Easter in there, man. Like, there's... Huh? You said that. Yeah, it's nuts. I don't know why. But apparently, I mean, either that or, like, I'm getting to that age where it's just, like, a clearance sale and they're just, like, leaving in <laughs> droves. I don't know. <laughs> in your words, yeeting the eggs they're out of there? They're just yeeting the eggs out? I don't know. <laughs> I hate that word. <laughs> <laughs> I only... See, the reason that I use it is too funny because I, um, <sighs> I have a bunch of employees under me at work. Uh, who are yeah, you do. of that age. Um, and so I love, I am of the age where I love purposely misusing and overusing words like that to just get them, like, just to see their, their hackles, get like, raise up. up. Yeah, to get them raised up. And I just love it because they do. Or they just think that it's funny. But, like, that's my crazy why-not energy now, I guess. <laughs> But I do, I love that um, when Samantha sits down and she's talking to Julia Sweeney um, and she was like, listen, don't you worry about me. I'm going to get in. There was a, um, there was, you know, a concert with, with Mick Jagger. 
Oh yeah. And I, you know, and I did not have a ticket. I did not have a backstage pass, but I got backstage and I blew him. I was told I couldn't get in, and I did, and I blew him. And I did it, and I blew him, and I was like, God bless you. And I love that Julia Sweeney, as a nun, was just like, it's fine. I'm good. It's all right. Like, good for you. Good for you. Uh, what a muffin. <laughs> hilarious. Oh, my gosh. Speaking of things that don't age well, I love that line where they're standing in line at Athens with Jared, and she's like... No, go, go. I'm going to go home, but you stay. Have fun at the party. Harvey Weinstein's here. Harvey Weinstein's here. And I was just here. like, shut the fuck up. There's a, there's a Trump line somewhere in the series, too, where they're just like, Trump is going to be here, or Trump just left, or something like that. I think he was actually in it. I don't know. There was an article the other day, though, that made me lose my shit. Um, because they were basically like, Home Alone 2 star. Oh, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> like, I can't. I'm like, you called him the Home Alone 2 star and said the president, God bless the media sometimes. See, I'm with you <laughs> on Trump, and there's a lot of people who support Trump, but Harvey Weinstein, I'm surprised they didn't bleep that out. Good gracious. Harvey Weinstein's here at the party where he rapes all the women, so by all means, definitely go. Yeah, didn't, uh, yeah, that didn't age very well at all, oh my but goodness. what can you do? I was <laughs> dying. That was so funny to me. I was like, well, it's really not a funny thing. It's just ironic. I was like, oh God. Right. No, there's a lot of stuff in here where I'm like, uh, yikes. That didn't age well at all, and neither did that, neither did that, neither did lifestyle choice. Like, there's a ton of extremely not great things in this series now, like, yeah. re-watching it, and I'm like, whoo! I will say, saying the F derogatory word against homosexuals mm. is one thing, but damn, this was, like, another level. I was like, ooh! Yeah. Harvey Weinstein, you mean the guy who's pushing a walker to go to court because he wants to look fe feeble and fragile because he's going to be put in prison for what he's done? Yeah, what a dick. Fuck you. What a dick. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that is the episode. Um, so if you want to follow us on our social media that Randy has nothing to do with, but I'll tell him about it if you ever message him, <laughs> is We Swear on Chanel on Twitter and Instagram. And I couldn't help the podcast on face or on, yeah, on Facebook. And I am Paige Clarno, podcaster, etc. on Facebook and at Paige Clarno on Twitter and at Paige and Reno Land on Instagram and TikTok. And I'm just the co-hostess with the mostest. And That's all. And you just have, you've got the degrees and I've got the social media management experience, so. Oh my gosh, those pieces of paper that are currently sitting in my kitchen on the floor, <laughs> yeah, they're lovely and Well, you're in between offices right now. I they're know. normally very prominently displayed along with exquisite art, so. Thank you. I do love my <laughs> art. Thank you again for having me move that shit on Monday. Oh my god, I have so much shit. Like, really? Who the fuck has a candy dispenser in their office? Um, only the best therapists oh have that. Oh, my God. Are I'm you thinking kidding? it's the worst ones because when you get a patient with an eating disorder, they're just, like, like huffing all <laughs> of the Reese's Pieces. I am also very surprised. I was very surprised to learn that your, um, your therapy patients come in once a week because I would not have anything to talk about. Oh, God, are you kidding me? There's always something to talk about. I see. I totally wouldn't. Within a week, like, if I went, if I had insurance that covered me enough so that I could go to therapy, I would go once a month, probably. Um, you and I talk every day, and we never run out of shit to talk about. Yeah, but that's because I'm really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> 
No. Oh. Well, and I mean, I think I also would talk about things that are in my life rather than, like, weird things that I think about. Like, I, I can't remember what it was, but the other day, I think I, I messaged you and I was like, so what do you think of, like, this particular thing? Because I've just been thinking about it. I've been mulling it over in my brain. But I don't know that I would, like, waste a therapist time. Like, that's a friend thing to talk about, not a therapist thing to oh, share. Oh, no, you'd be surprised. We talk about literally everything. Um, and appropriately so. It's their day-to-day life. And so right. when I work with patients, well, we'll save it for another podcast, but in a nutshell, when I work with patients, yes. they come in there with <laughs> very specific problems that they want to get addressed. And, you know, when I sit down with them, depending on what their philosophies are, they tend to agree with me. I want to get their day-to-day stuff stabilized before we dig into the problems because if we get into like the problems of XYZ, abuse, breakup, grief, loss, mm-hmm. divorce, what have you, and then they get into a car accident, we don't talk about it, then you know it's just going to be a twofer for them to have to deal through. Right. So, yeah, yeah, I know. But it's been a long week yeah. I, for the listeners. I just got a new job, so I am Ooh. letting go of... <laughs> like 30 patients and then we will be moving over to a new one where we are recording a podcast do oh not have gosh. your emergency during our podcast just get there already i'm surprised you can hear this as well from the top floor i know isn't it crazy how much you can hear from the top floor of a building okay that's enough stop there you go oh goodness you got there oh, good goodness. job you did it <laughs> but yeah Honestly, I'm really excited for my new venture. Um, I'll keep I'm you guys posted, too. listeners. Yeah. yeah. You'll hear about it every day. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Cool. If, I, if I plug anything, it's not social media. It is completely okay to not be okay. And if you need to, go see a therapist because we should all be seeing a therapist because yes. we can all need one, use one. Absolutely. Totally can. And um, remember... Always, Always wear, wear a condom. condom. And Bye, see a therapist. therapist. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>